when you first moved in and, you know, talked about raising a family or whatnot, what, did you have some trepidations about the the railroad tracks? None nah. whatsoever. Because you grew up near them right. anyway. Grew up two blocks away. Right. Mom was a block away. Yep. The Grand Trunk Railroad tracks were a part of our mm-hmm. life, which mm-hmm. is now what? Canadian National Who knows? Tracks. It's still yeah. Grand Trunk. To me, it is. Even to you. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. What, what advice would you give to a 13 or 14-year-old who thinks that um, hitching a train would be an economical way to transport ourselves how stupid how stupid you heard my dad there see joel is a very very wise man he knows that climbing on trains and using them for transportation for joy rides is stupid but you don't have to be wise or even have a pulse to know that playing on and around trains is plain stupid i thank you for listening to another episode of memory mission a podcast where at the surface I sit down in the studio with guests and then just share our stories with you. But it's much deeper than that. My guests are longtime friends and family, and the stories we capture may make you scratch your head and wonder how we're still alive, but I know you will enjoy listening to memories of our antics as I try to produce and shape them into engaging and fun audio stories. If you're like me and you need a half hour just to tune out the world or tune out that day's stressors at work and you just need to laugh, reminisce, or be happy you made better choices than we did, then this podcast is for you. But it's also for retired guys like my dad who've busted their humps for 40 years at work and now have the time to sit back, enjoy, and reminisce. This is our fifth episode in our first season that is based on the neighborhood that I grew up in, Sunnymead in South Bend, Indiana. I sat down with several of my longtime friends and just had a blast recording some of our hard-to-believe antics growing up. Please know that our episodes are not geared towards children. There are moments when we may curse or otherwise share stories of how not to act. In this episode, you'll hear how we used 80,000-pound freight train cars as our playground. Imagine driving down the street in the early to mid-1990s, looking up and doing a double and triple take as you see a half dozen or so teenagers hanging off the side of that 80,000-pound moving freight train. Yes, the classic skill of growing up in Sunnymead, hitching trains. Here's my dad, Joel, and TJ and Tony's mother, Kathy, reiterating the fact that they bluntly told us what can happen when playing on trains. Your legs can be cut off. You can die. You can watch your friend die. I mean, honestly, as a parent now, I don't know what in the hell more you can do to tell your children to not be stupid. If we didn't take heed to those warnings, I don't know what then. Anyway, here's Joel. And then Kathy. I'm telling you what, we <laughs> <laughs> crossing the tracks is great. We had heard stories of you guys with a stopped train climbing over mm-hmm. the where they join up and thinking, oh my God, that is just not smart at all. And mm-hmm. I know we told you guys don't you do did. that. It's not your fault. But I don't, re- well, let's put it this way. 
Some of the stories of these train rides, mm -hmm. I didn't know until you were in your 30s. Yep. Thank God. Those nights on the porch at Potato Creek, we would hear <laughs> some crazy stories that we had never heard. There was always so much uh, material. Oh, yeah. That you could just tell them forever. Mm -hmm. Those are ones I'm glad we didn't know. Yes, that, that would not have been good for you to know. And exactly. it just wouldn't have been good for you to know. All you can do is tell your kids to be careful. <laughs> and you guys all did. <laughs> we you did. all told us all the time. We did. Be yeah. careful. Be careful. And, you know, I sort of related it back to a movie. I can't even... The Dollmaker, I think is what it was. Okay. I think it was Jane Fonda might have been in it. Mm, all right. And there's a scene uh -huh. in that movie where the little girl is in the train yard. Okay. And she's sitting with her legs across the, the rail. Okay. And she's playing with her doll, and the train starts to go and runs over her legs and cuts her legs off. And I used that as an example. As an example mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. tell the boys what could happen. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I don't know. Try to put the fear of God. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you guys all did. And I talked to my dad about the same thing. You guys were adamant. You told us be careful, be smart, but you never banned us from crossing the tracks. No. You never banned us from, you know, sledding down the hill. Right. I mean, you guys were... Well, you guys put stairs going yep. up the hill mm -hmm. to make it easier to right. get across the tracks. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, so so we... we we It wasn't a band, you know, thing that was like taboo or anything. We still used it to get places to go right. everywhere. You guys were like, be careful, be careful, be careful. And we were, we were careful. We were just a little uh, careless, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just coined a term there that seems to be a theme throughout all of this. We were carefully careless. Anyway, Tony describes the tracks a bit, then describes his world-famous train-hitching technique. A technique that wasn't learned on the internet or on YouTube, only learned from experience. Tony describes his textbook ways that are pretty much the gold standard in the freight-hopping world to hop on a moving train. Then we discuss the exhilaration one feels when actually hanging from the ladder of a moving freight train. And then the instant realization that you have to dismount. And Tony, he is a model dismounter, as you will hear. So the railroad tracks, everybody looks at them just as tracks or whatever. But to mm. us, they're a little bit different. I mean, you, we, I, I could literally do a whole series of podcasts on the railroad tracks alone. Oh yeah, I mean, so just, I mean, just anything pops in your head about the tracks, Tony? Well, I mean, it's a pathway to east or west without being seen. Okay, yeah. You know, I mean, you crossing over rivers, you going from east side to uh -huh. downtown to the hood uh-huh you know and then if you need to get there quicker you hop a train like on a motherfucking movie <laughs> <laughs> talk to me about that did you have a technique oh dude you had to run with it you know, okay you know if you couldn't keep up with it then you weren't getting on or you shouldn't get on so oh so you're thinking safety first when running next to the train oh i'm not trying and to kill myself not i know stupid I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so you so the technique is you do what now run on the side one hand up okay. on the on the ladder one okay. hand up you know okay. keep up okay do a little hop skip on 
keep your feet up. Okay. If you can get up on that uh, first step, you're good. You're okay. going. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Do you do you take a moment to soak it in when you're on the train? Kind of look as as it's moving. Just oh to, yeah, you feel the breeze. In yeah. Your you just glide yeah. and you get an, and it's smooth. And you, you don't realize feel, how smooth a train ride yep. is. That shit's, that's like butter, baby. You feel like a king, man. <laughs> oh, dude. You're a king. <laughs> Leaning off one arm. Yep. Hanging off a ladder. Like king. an idiot. King. Just, not a care in the not world. Smart, smart, not smart. Kids. Oh, no. There's no children listening to this because you shouldn't be listening to it because your parents should not let you listen to it. So I'm not going to even warn you, kids. So, so riding the train, it is. It's a rush, man. It's a rush. But you have to be smart. Tony, talk about your dismounting uh, techniques. Well, once again, you got to learn to run with it. You know, you just hop off with the one arm on. You don't just hop off. You got to keep some type of stability. Next, TJ and I discussed the contradiction of trying to be careful while hitching trains. Again, carefully careless. In my head, I'm just trying to think if we ever thought of the stories our parents told us of what can happen when doing stupid stuff playing on trains. Anyways, here's TJ sharing a very close call where he literally did a flip off of a moving train. And then we discussed some of the strategies we used for optimal train hitching. We, I mean, I'm... I've got lucky, you know, we would get on those trains. Yep. Oh, yeah, you know, we'd ride them. And we would ride them, and uh-huh. there'd be... I remember there was one time where I was just, just going too fast, and I'm a fast guy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then I one-legged it and came down, but I, I knew that I could traject my body right. away from the train. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I literally did like a flip, but yeah. it was away from the train. So, like you said, we were smart enough to not to do nothing super bad but well, it's an oxymoron i mean we hitched trains which is stupid yeah but we were still smart in other ways and let me tell you what we're talking about like hitching trains so this is a freight train mind Mm -hmm. you and there's i would say there's a a light like you would see a street light okay and we could see that a train was coming if we look down at the corner which we call it the corner which is like where we could see where the train would bend to Mm -hmm. a different direction Mm -hmm. and that's as far as the eye could see Mm -hmm. and there was a light there and we could see oh it's red so we knew it would be slowing down or it would have to stop and then we'd wait for it to start and then Mm -hmm. we could get like halfway down to where we were going just by literally holding on to like the ladder on the side of a train. So that's next, it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But we, but I honestly, me personally, I don't ever, like you said, the one time it went too fast or whatever, but like, I don't, I remember jumping off way before it got fast. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. There was only one time where I was like, Phew, yeah, where it know? got a little too much for yeah. me. Uh, speaking of that, were you with us when, uh, when Tony, when he left us, when we were down at Bums Valley, which, Bums Valley is where two, the two railroad tracks combine. There's another set yeah, off of did Lincoln. Did fall Bay. in the ice? We'll be back in a moment after a quick ad read from one of our sponsors. This episode is about, well, being stupid. But it's also about trains. There is a train track by Beef O'Brady's on State Road 23 in Granger, Indiana. Actually, the exact same train tracks that we discussed throughout this first season but it's just eight miles away from there. Also, 
They're going east, so it's not recommended to hitch them. It's just going too fast. Anyways, Beef's has great burgers, tacos, wings, fajitas, and even surf and turf around the menu. Check out their weekday restaurant deals, family meal deals, and catering menu. Grabbing takeout food for the family is simple. Just order online for quick and easy pickup. Beef's has a full-service bar and a party room that you can reserve for your family, friends, or business. As I mentioned last week, I've personally rented out the party room there several times. I love it because when hosting a party, I hate to deal with the details like plates, forks, and napkins. But with Beef O'Brady's party room, you just call them up, reserve the room, tell them how many people and what you would like to eat and drink, and that's it. They do the rest. You just mingle and have a great time. The staff is great. I've met the owner a few times. He's definitely one of the good ones. Make Beef O'Brady's your favorite sports bar restaurant every game day. One of the many reasons that drove me to create this podcast and capture some of our wildness and stupidity is my father. When he's with my friends and I and we're retelling some of these crazy-ass stories, he gets a real kick out of it. And obviously, again, this is years and years later, he'd have a much different perspective back then. Anyway, first, my dad shares his recollection of a story that I told him about a dismounting mishap that Tony had one absolutely dangerously cold day. Then, when meeting with Kevin, a.k.a. Bone, discussing hitching trains, he brought up the same exact story and shared his memories of Tony's great frozen roll. I do remember uh, one of the first train track stories I've mm-hmm. heard of you when you guys were hopping the train and go, what was that, Hobo Acres or whatever the hell that was called? Bum <laughs> Valley. <laughs> yeah, Bum Valley, yeah. Whatever, man. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, you've got to be kidding me. And so as I, as I remember this thing, you're telling this story at Potato Creek, we're on the porch, you're telling the story of, I think you may have been coming back from uh-huh. there. Maybe cops were involved, but all I know, it was winter, and there was TJ, it was Tony. Tony. It was Tony. What, jumping off of this thing down the embankment by the farmer's market, and you said, like, each footstep was 15 yards apart. He was flying down. Like, oh, my God. Hobo Acres. (laughs) Cracks me up. Woo, instead of Bums Valley, it's Hobo Acres. All right, here's Bones' recollection of Tony's great frozen roll. You know, I was thinking about this last night. Uh-huh. My number one story is Tony. When we're down at the corner, it was cold <laughs> as fuck. This train comes flying by, going back in the direction of our houses. Which is faster because it's going east. Yes, so mm-hmm. trying to paint the picture. Uh-huh. The corner is west of us Uh probably a mile away yep so we walk down there doing god knows what (laughs) we're freezing our balls off here comes a train heading east back home and i remember tony vividly saying fuck it (laughs) (laughs) yes he runs up to this train grabs onto the ladder and goes 100 percent fucking horizontal (laughs) somehow he had the strength to pull himself onto the ladder so the most memorable part of that story was when we all, the rest of the group, walked back home. We found the area where Tony dismounted this train, which was fucking flying. 
What would you guess? 30 mile per hour or so? Oh, it was fast. Yes. I don't yes. know. Yes, it was fast. Yes. But we see one step, maybe 10 <laughs> feet away, we see the second step, <laughs> and then we see where he rolled his ass down the hill. <laughs> yes. If only we had footage of him dismounting that. That would have been close. Oh, and we knew he was alive because he wasn't still there. Imagine all of the things that had to have gone right for Tony to live. First, the dude grabbed onto a train that was flying. He grasped onto the ladder and went horizontal and then pulled himself up. Then as we were walking back, we saw body prints like 10 feet apart, frozen ground. He had to have flown off of the train and smashed into that ground and then rolled. Next, you'll hear that it was even worse for Tony. He jogged my memory that it was indeed record cold temperatures. School was canceled because of the cold, not because of the snow. Tony mentioned it being negative 33 degrees. I googled the coldest days in South Bend history, and the month of January 1994 came up. While it wasn't quite negative 30s, it was negative 22 degrees. And that is without the wind chill. And we were up high on the railroad tracks. And then as you'll hear, we were in Bums Valley, playing on a frozen creek, Bowman's Creek, the most polluted creek in Indiana. That's right, real smart. A few miles from home, negative 20 degrees outside, wrestling on a frozen, polluted creek with Kevin's giant brother, Dan. Anyways, what was so funny was Tony, at first, was describing his train hopping skills. How to get on, how to enjoy the ride, how to smoothly dismount when you've reached your destination. In my head, the whole time, I knew I wanted to bring up his great frozen roll down the snowbanks behind the builder store. It was a perfect lead. Here is Tony. As the train goes... You have to run. You have to almost hit the ground running. Yeah, so if it's going too fast, you know you, it's time to get off. Did it yeah. ever go too fast yeah. for you? You want to talk about you that? Talk, you setting something up, buddy. <laughs> setting something up. Yeah, this, all right, this is some stupid-ass shit, dude. God. You know, this was a cold-ass winter day. In South. It was bad. It was, dude. We weren't allowed to go to school because it was negative yeah. 33. That's not with with the wind chill, I don't think. I thought it was negative I don't know. It was bad. 33. It was, it, was, it was bad. It was just cold, dude. You know, us kids being 15, mm-hmm. hey. 14, 15, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's put on some clothes, hop a train, go down to what we called the corner, mm-hmm. which is a valley with a creek in it that was a... Uh, a mile train ride down. Right. Just coasting. Right. <laughs> the two railroad tracks met, and it caught. It was a valley where two different tracks met. And they right? yep. intersected with each other, so one would have to slow down for the mm-hmm. other. Ours mm-hmm. would always have to slow down, so it was a good time to jump off the mm-hmm. hop train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, they had a creek and shit. Well, the creek was frozen. Right. We'd go ice skating on the creek, yep. on the and- very polluted creek. <laughs> And we had, uh, wasn't that, I think it was Don Lockman. Don Don. 
gone. We're down there. We're wrestling on a frozen creek, <laughs> dude. A polluted. The, a most, pol- the, most, the polluted. most polluted. The one Indiana. that they're fixing right now. That's why you can't go down Indiana or Calvert. Yes. It's a. It's, it's, a, it's it, an it environmental project right it, now. It, is it, to unpollute <laughs> Bowman's Creek. <laughs> but yeah, you know. And then I think it was Big Dan mm-hmm. that you know this dude's like six eight. <laughs> 300, Big like just a mammoth. Uh-huh. I'm 5'4", 109. Shit, dude. This dude body slams me on the fucking ice. Dude, I fall right through this motherfucker. <laughs> just crack it. Dude, negative 33. Oh, it's freezing. It's freezing. Just, it's, dude. We shouldn't in, get out. Instant cold. Uh-huh. Instant cold, dude. Unsafe cold. Dude. <clears throat> I'm like, I gotta go. I, I get up. I gotta go. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> There's a big ass hill to get to a train that's <laughs> heading down to the house, but this train going fast as fuck because it's going east. Uh, Those are the fast yeah, ones. Because they didn't have to stop. There's no. There's no sharing a track, so there is no red light, green light. So it was. I couldn't tell. Dude, but it, it was, was fast. going fast. It, it was too fast. It was too fast. Where you couldn't run with it, like I said yep. before. Yep. You couldn't run with this train. <laughs> <laughs> I was soaking away. I'm, like, I'm going to give it a shot. You're dude. desperate. Dude, I'm, I'm like, desperate. I'm going to give this shit a ah, shot. <laughs> ah. I get up on the side of this train. There ain't no keeping up with it. Dude, I just. <laughs> Literally, I can dumbass just <laughs> dive for the ladder. And wouldn't you oh. know it, my grip took, dude. Oh. It was like a fucking movie. My legs swing up, dude. Hit this. I'm vertical, horizontal. <laughs> I come down, my feet are dragging. I'm like, pull yourself up, Tony. You're about to die. <laughs> determination. Just determination. Oh, dude. Adrenaline, just, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pull myself up, like, all right. Dude, that mile ride down to the house, though. That train decided to speed up a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Just, just a little bit. God. Dude, it was like jump off, <laughs> one foot hits, and I think, like, it, like, propelled me in the air. <laughs> I would say a good 60 feet. I don't know, dude. I know there's, like, triple... Gainers, barrels, like flips. I think I like went down the hill because there's a bunch of trees. I think I hit. It was like a comedy scene in one of those fucking Will Ferrell movies or something. You were alone. Alone. I mean, you were alone, dude. (laughs) That's determination. Like, dude. Negative 33. (laughs) Did I mention that? Negative 33, dude. Oh. Wet. And and uh, when we left, obviously we knew you had jumped on that train, yeah. and we we kind of saw it going pretty goddamn fast. So we were kind of worried a little bit, and we kept walking. We didn't see you. We didn't see you. We didn't see you. So then, it, up yonder in the distance, you guys probably like he jumped. He had to jump off a long time ago. Yeah, know? I he mean, didn't yeah, make yeah, it yeah. All the way home. There's no, like, way. no way. No way. No way. Well, there's no way. <laughs> so we kept looking, kept looking, and we crossed the river on the tracks, kept looking. Then in the distance, there's one footprint. And we're like, oh, shit, there's only one footprint. Then we looked a few feet ahead, there's another footprint. 
then another, and then all of a sudden there's a giant body mark in the fucking snow, man, like a snow angel just broken <laughs> branches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just it, you can you can see the path in the snow that like you car, took. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that you took, man. <laughs> and then we you know, we followed your footprints home, and you were, you made it, dude. You guys walked in the living room. I think I had my feet just in a bucket of hot water. You probably did. Like in the movies in and front shit. Of those old ass registers <laughs> yeah. you know it's all steaming making noise <laughs> that shit is hilarious dude hilarious oh. survive though survive yep yep I once again thank you so much for spending your valuable time listening and putting up with us I truly hope you enjoyed it and maybe even reminded you of a week that school was canceled because of record low temperatures and then you chose to hop on a train, wrestle on a frozen creek, the most polluted creek in Indiana, and then coincidentally almost getting seriously hurt while hitching a train back home. Everyone's done that, right? I want to thank TJ, Tony, Kevin, Kathy, and Joel for joining us on this episode and for sharing your memories. If you did enjoy, do me a little favor. Share the show with somebody that you think would appreciate it. Shoot them a text, share it with them on social media. Just pass the show's link on to them. I would definitely appreciate that very, 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 very small favor. While you're at it, be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And while you're at that, leave a hopefully positive review. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Memory Mission and on Facebook at Memory Mission. Feel free to reach out to me via email, memorymission at gmail.com, or you can message me on Twitter or Facebook. One last, last, last thing. One last thing. If you haven't listened to any previous episodes yet, please do so. Again, thank you for listening.